Hey everyone, welcome to IJ Notes, the podcast where we take you behind the scenes to explore the work of journalists around the world. I'm David with the IJNet team. In this, the third episode of our mental health and journalism series, I sit down with Jesus Mesa, a current ICFJ fellow and an international reporter at El Espectador, one of Colombia's leading newspapers. In 2018, Jesus and his colleague Angelica Lagos received a fellowship from the Carter Center to report on mental health challenges facing Venezuelan migrants in Colombia today. In recent years, more than 5 million Venezuelans have fled their country to escape violence, economic insecurity, political unrest, and more. Neighboring Colombia is their top destination. In this episode, Jesus sheds light on his coverage of some of the mental health challenges these migrants may face. He discusses how he went about his reporting, and he offers advice for fellow journalists around the world covering mental health today. Well, David, thank you for the invitation. I started working as a journalist five years ago at El Espectador, uh, the oldest newspaper in Colombia, as an intern. I worked there for a year for the science desk, and my editor in that moment, Pablo Correa, was awarded with a fellowship while I was there. So that's when I heard about the fellowship, and I knew that maybe I could work with mental health uh, reporting in the future. So after that, I started working as a world journalist, as a world reporter covering Latin American affairs and mainly the Venezuelan migration that uh, at that moment was starting to be a big problem in Colombia. Could you just give, go into a bit about, you know, an overview of this reporting project you carried out? Yes, of course. Um, the Venezuelan migration crisis in Colombia is something that we all felt in our country. Since 2015, almost 1.5 million migrants have arrived to our country to find better opportunities, but Colombia was not prepared to host so many. So after that, uh, at my work, I had to cover and report a lot of uh, articles, a lot of stories about my migrants here. And then I taught that maybe mental health and how these migrants are dealing with their mental health issues alongside their other problems. Maybe it was something that could help to show our readers a better map of the situation and maybe for them to help them. And, and what specifically, uh, what, what specific mental health issues did you end up focusing on through this project? Well, we found out that the, the media was only focusing on the issues the migrants were experiencing, such as poverty, discrimination, and some of them hunger. And we thought that all these issues had also an impact on their mental health. And we thought that these people who fled their country and they took the decision to leave, they needed a lot of courage to do that. And on the way to Colombia, they had to experience a lot of situations that can be stressful and cause damage to their mental stability. And we found out that some of them were depressed, some of them were feeling anxiety, some of them were feeling lonely. And these conditions on the migrants were common with everyone we, we talked about because they are not in a very good situation. And they were dealing with all these problems alongside the other problems, the economic problems, the health problems. They were feeling bad about their children if they had to leave them on 
on Venezuela or they had to carry them, carry them to Colombia. There were a lot of, of problems that they were experiencing and we focused on that. Yeah, and, and so very basically, what inspired you to make coverage of mental health a, a focal point in your reporting? Well, we, we had an, an hypothesis on our newsroom and we believed on that hypothesis. I, we learned that mental health is something that is very important and a person with good mental health, with a nice mental health or a, with a healthy mental health is more likely to adapt better to a new country compared to someone who has suffered various, uh, various situations alongside, along the way that could have affected their mental stability. And we found out that most of the migrants that we talked, they were not okay on their mental stability. They had depression, they had anxiety, they, had, they felt lonely, they felt insecure, they, they were dealing with xenophobia, they were dealing with discrimination. And all these problems were damaging their mental health and their mental instability. And maybe these situations that they were dealing inside their heads it was something that they did not allow them to adapt better to our country, to adapt better to a, a new society, to adapt better to the new place they, they choose to, to live. As you were carrying out the reporting and, and publishing the articles uh, around you know, mental health and these Venezuelan migrants in Colombia, did you see uh, any impacts come out of that? Well, I think um, maybe for the migrants, um, we were we couldn't reach them because the, our newspaper is something that not a migrant is gonna buy on the street. But we reached another um, uh, organizations, another people on the government, and people who were interested in this problem, and they after they read that. Well, I don't know if they took decisions after that or not, but it was something that worked to show the problem and show a different, a, a different path to this, to this situation, not just focusing on the economic situation or, or on the insecurity problems and showing another point of view of this problem that it's as important as the other ones. Gotcha. And- as we're learning at IG, IJNet as we, you know, carry out this podcast series on mental health and journalism, you know, mental health is such a difficult and complex subject and one with, you know, that it's got a lot of stigma attached, can have a lot of stigma attached. And so as a journalist, as you were reporting on mental health issues and as you potentially continue to report on mental health, you know, how do you, how do, you do so tactfully um, in making sure to, you know, respect you know, your interview subjects while also really getting into kind of the nitty gritty of these these really prevalent issues today? Well, um, I think that uh, as a journalist, you learn to know uh, while working on these mental health issues uh, to know yourself better. As a journalist, sometimes you have to live or hear or deal with difficult experiences from the sources. And maybe we've, we've feel strong enough to deal with that. But after you hear something that is very hard for a migrant or for another source of any other story, maybe you can feel bad. And, and after that, you, you can feel stress. And, and after that, you can feel depressed because maybe 
the story that you heard was really hard or really or really stressful and i believe that um something that helped us to to work better with that was that uh, for the fellowship at the carter center uh, we had to investigate a little bit more about these mental health issues these mental health problems to know better how to deal with the sources and to deal with our feelings too so i believe that that is something that now i can say is on my on my experience and i can deal with that better than than before and so as you you, you mentioned the research that you that you were carrying out what did this entail did this entail reaching out to certain experts uh, if so what what kind of experts well, we contacted a lot of experts to our reporting, and mainly psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, doctors, who who helped us to understand these mental issues better than just talking with the migrants and their experiences. Maybe also we contacted Venezuelan doctors and Venezuelan psychiatrists because they were dealing with that situation also with the migration situation they had to leave their country as well and we thought that they could help us to understand better this situation so i have a i have a question just about reporting on mental health in general in colombia um i don't know if if you'd be able to weigh in on this but you know how how unique was this reporting you were carrying out like is there is there that much reporting about mental health issues going on in, in the country? Well, I believe mental health is something that is now not a, not like a taboo. It's not like some, it's something that now uh, you can find out in different places and different uh, newspapers and different media. It's something that people are not afraid to talk about this anymore. Uh, Colombia, as you know, has a lot of problems with the the peace agreement, the the internal conflict that we have here, and this mental health uh, reporting was something that was very that was not very unique on 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 the reporting. We we had a lot of uh, a lot of articles about mental health on their on their soldiers or on the people who suffered the war but we didn't have a mental health report about the Venezuelan migration. And maybe that was something that was very unique at that moment. And that's why uh, we focused on that. Interesting. And during, you know, this pandemic that's going on, the COVID-19 pandemic, have you noticed more reporting on mental health going on in the country? Have you been involved with more reporting on mental health? Well, as um, um, I believe, yes, the pandemic has shown us that you have to deal with your own problems in your own house. And your own problems are also your own mental health problems. And, and, we, and we, as the, the mental health reporting, I believe, is something that is not uh, now hidden. It's not something that people are, uh, they don't talk about that. I believe this pandemic has shown us the other side. The people want to talk about their mental health. People want to talk about how they are dealing with this this new situation. But um, so about the Venezuelans specifically, I don't know if there is reporting about their mental health issues 
on the pandemic. I don't know, uh, honestly, but I believe that not. And so as you, as you've clearly done a lot of reporting on mental health, um, has it, has it taught you anything about your own mental health as a journalist? Yes, David, I believe that uh, all journalists, all reporters, uh, we feel very strong when we talk with a source and we believe that the story is not going to affect us. But after you hear a lot of stories, after you hear one or two or three or 10 migrants uh, talking about their problems, talking about how they are dealing with the, for example, with the pandemic, a lot of migrants had to ask for money on the streets, but because of the pandemic, no one is on the street right now and they, and they can't earn money. They can't have money. They can't pay their, their houses, they can't pay, they can't afford food, and they are feeling very, very bad. They, they are in a very bad situation. And I believe that something that I learned about myself is that you have to be strong to hear them, but not so strong to talk about your mental health problems. You, I, I believe you have to talk as well about the stories you, you are writing because some of them can affect you. And uh, maybe not at the moment, but maybe in the future, you can feel bad, you can feel stressed, you can feel depressed about something that you heard. And I believe that it's, it's something good to have someone who to talk about this, uh, maybe a friend or a colleague or an, or an editor, someone who can understand what you're dealing with. Because a lot of times you, you find out very difficult situations in, in the reporting. And I believe that if you are better prepared to afford that, you can make a better journalist. And so for other journalists who may be covering mental health issues, you know, all, all over the world today, what, what advice or tips uh, do you have for them in terms of how to approach uh, what could be really delicate issues? Well, I, I believe the main one will be that we lose the fear of talking about these mental health issues. They may seem complex, but it's something we all, we all have to deal with. Sometimes journalists are very stubborn and we think that everything is fine, but doing some stories can affect us in different ways. And I think that is why it is important to investigate about these mental health issues and maybe try to detect what can you feel about these stories and know, and know yourself better. And so as you've been, as you covered the mental health of Venezuelan migrants in Colombia, um, you did mention a, a few issues, but were there, was there one or two uh, issues that really uh, were prevalent among these migrants that you really focused on? Yes, yes. We found out that most of them were feeling, were dealing with depression and were dealing with anxiety. They, they were they were the two main issues they were feeling maybe because they couldn't say oh I have paranoia or or I have uh, panic attacks or something they, that is something that it's not very common not because they they didn't experience that maybe it's because they don't know how to name it or maybe they don't know if that is anxiety or that is paranoia or that is a panic attack but we found out that depression and anxiety were the main problems that they were dealing and did you find that your interview subjects that they were 
you know, forthcoming and willing to talk about these issues? Or, uh, I mean, how did you broach the, the topics with them? Yes, uh, that that was something that be, that was very surprising because, uh, as you know, not everyone likes or wants to talk about their mental health issues. But uh, something that we found out was that the migrants wanted to talk about their situation, and uh, and while you were talking to them, they were really open, and uh, and I could ask a few questions that lead them to talk about their mental health issues as well. So they were really open, they were really forthcoming, as you said, to to the questions. They were very concerned about their security issues. They were uh, a bit concerned if, they, if their names is gonna appear on the newspaper or something like that, because some of them had to leave Venezuela because political situations or for different reasons. And maybe they didn't want to expose themselves on the newspaper or on media, but they were really open to talk about this. Gotcha. So in some cases you had to protect, you know, identities and anonymity. Yeah. And obviously this, uh, you know, your project, it ended already. Uh, do you have plans to cover mental health in the future? Is this something that's inspired you to, to continue to make it a focal point in your reporting? Yes, of course. And after this, um, while we are on this pandemic, I believe mental health is something that we have to talk about uh, more because a lot of people are dealing with their own fears, with their own problems inside their houses. And we believe that on this context, it's something important to talk about mental health because a lot of people don't know what they are dealing and a lot of people don't know how they are feeling. A lot of people never experienced this situation, never experienced depression inside their houses or anxiety because of being locked up. And I believe that is something that I want to, that I want to report in the future. And even with the Venezuelan migrants as well, I want to, I want to make a report. I want to write a new story about how they are dealing with this pandemic and how this pandemic is affecting their mental health issues as well. Great. Well, if you do write that story, please share that with us. We'd love to see it. Thanks so much to Jesus for sharing his experience reporting on this critical issue today. If you're interested in hearing more about mental health and journalism, make sure to check out the first two episodes of our series on the topic. In the first episode, former IJNet intern Katya interviews Anna Mortimer, a journalist, therapist, and co-founder of The Mindfield, a platform that connects journalists and international development workers with licensed therapists. In our second episode, IJNet editor Taylor speaks with Dean Yates, a former journalist and Reuters bureau chief who today is an advocate for journalists' mental health. You can find these episodes anywhere else you find IJNotes. Finally, make sure you follow IJNet on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll keep you in the loop when we release the next episode of IJNotes. For more resources on mental health and journalism, you can check out our site, IJNet.org. We'll be back soon. Until then, stay safe, mask up, and as always, reach out to us if there are any ways we can support your work.